0: Here
1: we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow
0: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what?
1: Welcome along to the uh, Monday Morning episode. Uh, You get this on Sunday evening if you're IFS, Um, why wouldn't you be? Um, The episode we did on Friday, which was given Hmm. the name Chop Chop. Chop uh, Chops. Has proved to be quite, um, quite the hit. Yeah, to the listeners and even really people glad who about that. don't listen, who've been um, mesmerised by the video that we talked about—the advert from 1984 for, for lamb chops. Mm. Um, it's almost as big as um, the hacker, the dog thing. Uh, we are just normal men, I think.
0: Is that right? Has it gone quite I think viral? It is.
1: I think it has, in my...
0: For, was it from your... You tweeted it from your personal account? Yeah. And it took off from there, did it?
1: I think it's gone almost as big.
0: Wow! Yeah. Well, and so much as, like, so many people are paying attention. So, I was around my mum's for lunch, and my my brother Theo is, you know, he made adverts his whole career, right? And yeah. he also is, like, because he started getting involved in that world so young he's got like a real like encyclopedic knowledge of old ads especially ones from the 80s he really remembers them and I said do you remember this lamb chops ad?" and he didn't so I was so excited to show it to him Mm. And I said, what do you make of this? Well, me and Len, I mean, me and Len have watched it about 50 times. Len does a pitch-perfect impression of the whole ad, including the wink at the end, right? (laughs) So we showed it to my brother, Theo, and I was so excited, and he said, no, I've never seen this. And, yes, it is amazing. I agree. It's an Mm. incredible and remarkable piece of work. So I asked him to dissect it a little bit, and he was very clear. He just said, listen, in those days, it was when he was first involved in making ads, he went, one hundred percent of everything was about sex. Every single idea, on one <laughs> level or another, was about sex and if how we, 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 we picked up on that, didn't we? Yeah, and I went, <laughs> I went, but the geezer at the end, I said, "Why is he winking?" And he went, "It's very simple." He goes, "He's uh, you know because obviously we'd said all this stuff, but we you know we I was looking for a professional point of view on how an ad like this could have come out." And he said, "That definitely would have been a wink." that was fully 100% intended to communicate to the audience that this man was an aspirational figure because he was being fed lamb and then having loads of sex with his saucy wife. It That's off. it. Yeah. And that, and I said, so what's the consumer response supposed to be? And he said, the consumer response supposed to be is that I want to be like that bloke. That bloke's lamb. living the dream. I want to eat lamb. Right? Yeah. That's it. Um. His favourite bit was the cuckoo clock. Anyway, enough of his opinions. What I said was, look... What did he
1: think about the cuckoo clock? Because I said that was phallic. Did he agree with that?
0: No, he just thought it was a touch that definitely wouldn't have been... His claim was, because what he eventually became was uh, a commercials director. And he said that he feels sure that the cuckoo clock would have not been in the original script that was made by the advertising agency, but that it would have been a little creative flourish by the director... All right. Who, who would have gone? I've got an idea to really land the idea, the notion yeah. that lamb is not only tasty but it's very quick to prepare. Because of course, it is much quicker to cook lamb than it is p- its rivals, pork and chicken. It is, yeah. Which, are, which are the housewife? That's the choice that because beef. That's just for special occasions isn't it so most housewives are choosing on a nightly basis between pork chicken or lamb products to make for their yeah. husbands in it the just 80s wants the, at
1: least a hassle possible
0: yeah and that, that's what they're selling this on two things sex and yeah. convenience the two mm-hmm. most powerful forces in marketing right
1: well it's, it's saying you cook this fast food and then you can have more sex at the end of it
0: exactly and that's what he's saying and he said in. it was almost like they were saying those couples up the road who are having fucking pork chops or chicken legs, chicken fillets every night. It's taking them so fucking long to faff about making sure it's cooked through because, obviously, we all know that you're going to get food poisoning if you don't cook chicken or pork properly. That by the end of the dinner, they're so knackered, all they want to do is go to sleep. There's no time for sex, right? (laughs) The other thing that's interesting about this couple is, despite the fact that I would say they look like they're into their 30s at least, Right? they're childless yeah. why and he said well that that's a uh, that would have been aspiration as well because it's kind of like they thought fuck settling down and having a family like those boring lot up the road who eat pork or chicken yeah we're gonna stay sexy vibrant and dynamic yeah we're gonna eat lamb and we're gonna fuck that's our life choice that's every right?
1: fucking night yeah
0: every night lamb and fucking right that's us Take it or leave it. If you want to be a pork person, go, fucking go for your life, mate. That's you fine. You
1: might have pork. You might have pork because you think that's another word for having it off. But the joke's on you because it takes fucking ages to cook, And you'll be so a full a at fucking... the end of it. Mm. You won't
0: be able well, to have it off. In the end, we showed this to my mum who was an 80s housewife. Yeah, Actually, she wasn't. She was like an 80s single mum but she was effectively a housewife to me and my brothers. Because we were so lazy, we just expected to be waited upon, right? Yeah. And, uh, man I have fucking dinner, what we got, right? And, uh, we said, what do you think of this? And she, it very much played to my mum's sensibilities and humour. She absolutely <laughs> loved it. And we said, do you think, what do you, what do you, mum? I said, mum, why do you think that bloke, needless to say, I think she fancied the bloke at the end. I said, why do you think he's winky? She went, well, it's obvious, isn't it? Because he thinks he's got his lux luck, in with his wife after his lamb, and she went, and he's probably right. Because the thing about lamb is, Sam, you only have to sear it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was like, oh, okay, fair dues. She's right though, <laughs> but she's right. You, re- you really need, you know, the. I mean, my brother pointed out that in the eighties, probably people did cook lamb more than they do now because it became fashionable, I think, in the new Labour era to eat very pink lamb. But certainly the Greeks, who are up there with the Welsh and the Kiwis as the sort of, you know, emperors of lamb, aren't they? They would only cook it well pink. Yeah. Anyway, Um, what he's doing is, he's, um, because of all his connections in the ad industry, I've asked him to start... uh, digging into who made it because i really want us to find out and i know we never have guests on this and i'm not saying invite them on as a guest but i certainly would like to have a telephone conversation with the people who made this and then report back on the conversation or even play recorded snippets of it yeah
1: i remember nothing
0: at all about making
1: that advert it it may well be that
0: (laughs) it may well be that kind of situation yeah um, but the, the,
1: the fella we, we couldn't identify the woman that's another thing we need to identify the yeah. identity of the woman in the advert but the fella is someone who we, we've seen in so many things he's one of them faces you have seen in so many things and um, a few listeners identified him as John Benfield
0: mm. uh,
1: who sadly passed away a couple of years ago yeah no longer with us but I'll just go through John Benfield's filmography from IMDb yeah. um, and starting it with the most recent going backwards He's been in everything, Sam. He's been in everything. Oh, this is just selected highlights, right? Yeah. Casually. Of course. Doctors. Of course. Um. The Bill. Of four course. separate occasions, four separate characters. Wow. Uh, Holby City. Um, D. Ellen Pascoe. Hippies. Do you remember Hippies, the sitcom by uh, Arthur Matthews? who called no. Father Ted Simon Pegg was in it he was the dad in Hippies um, Maisie Rain. Sharp Prime Suspect yeah um, he did a comedy the all new Alexi Seale show Sean show with Sean Hughes
0: oh that was great I Spender
1: that. Between the Lines lots of repeat appearances in Prime Suspects actually Boone uh, Prospects. Do you remember Prospects?
0: I do remember that. That it was, was about. Was that four. like two sort of teenage lads who were kind of on the dull and trying yeah. to find work?
1: Yeah, they were kind of early twenties. One of them was Gary, the the, the guy, the the dad in Two Point Four Children. Gary Olson, I think he was called. He was one um. of them. Um, but yeah, he was in that. He was in Prospects, and then what else was he in? Minder, obviously. Um, idiot off hot mum, and there you go. He's been in everything. Never EastEnders though, which I thought was weird. I thought he must have been in EastEnders at some point, but no. So there you go, John Benfield, one of those fellas. Who uh, turns yeah, appar- in
0: apparently the his sort of biggest role of all those ones you read out was things that, that, that from the Facebook group, the unofficial IFS group, thriving as always on. Facebook said, uh, they said it was it was um, his role in Prime Suspect yeah. which he was best remembered for it was quite a big yeah. role I think as the chief I think he was as the chief in at least right. one of the series So there he great is. series that is too and yeah, uh, yeah. so you know it, he does it's one line and the other thing I asked my brother was said he would have been paid quite well for that wouldn't he and he went massive amounts and I said but he only says one word it's not even one line it's one word The word is chop. Does he say chop or chops? I think he just says chop. Chops. He says chops. He says chops. Okay, so he says chops. And I mean, to be fair, working with only one word, he fucking, I wouldn't say steals it because it's impossible to steal from. There's only two two other actors in it. And one's Mm. a fucking wooden cuckoo, right? Um, But he really milks his short moment for all it's worth. Because the wink is incredible. It's a wink that could launch a thousand ships, right? <laughs> it, it's it's incredible, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my son, ten years old. This was fucking dec several decades before he was born. He's been practicing the wink all weekend. This man's <laughs> his so hero. Time. This man's yeah. his hero, and I don't even think he understands that the bloke is winking about getting his end away.
1: No, I, don't I think not. he
0: just thinks he's a legend. Yeah, who just fucking is living life on his own terms? He's living free, like we all was, choose to. What was that
1: kind of caste system that Len incorporated a few years ago?
0: Uh, it's it um, top,
1: top top bloke, or top dollar or something.
0: No, top dollar is the top thing, and yeah. then the, the middle is casual bloke, and, then was and laddie. Bo- bottom is laddie. And uh, Len is definitely anointing this bloke top dollar that for he's sure. Top dollar.
1: Of course he is. Of course
0: he's, he's top he no dollar about it. So he really fucking makes the most of that. And I said, but still, it's only one word. And about two seconds on screen, he goes, doesn't matter. In the 80s, it was crazy. Like, the yeah. advertising scene was mad. And, the money. and he would have been paid repeats. So he'd have got a big, large fucking paycheck oh, right, for yeah. turning up and filming it on the day. Yeah. But then you effectively get the same day rate every time the fucking ad is shown. Whoa. So... It depends on how much the ad is shown, but we're talking—we're not talking about some little tin pot fucking operation here. It's this British is the lamb. British lamb industry, the whole it's fucking industry united. Yeah. They're putting a lot of fucking ads out,
1: there and that some...
0: geezer who just said one word, "chops." It was a tight shot, so just a tight shot of his face, winking and going chops. My brother said that would—that money could have plausibly seen him all right for a couple of years, even if he'd not not had another job.
1: Because, I mean, you know, Thatcher was trying to smash a lot of unions in 1984. Yeah. The British Lamb Union, I suspect, Mm. wasn't one of them.
0: No. So. She wouldn't, she said, she told her cabinet, didn't she? mm. Fucking rip the arse out of steel, coal, and anything else you can get your hands on. But lamb, do not fucking touch British lamb.
1: Funnel it all into lamb.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll sell it off, we'll take the dough, and we'll put it into fucking lamb.
1: Here's the thing, though which I don't know if you've noticed or picked up on, I suspect that the voices in that ad are dubbed and they're not the actors that are in it.
0: Ooh, what makes if you, have a you close suspect look that? At
1: it. Just have a close look at it. His voice, I don't think that's his voice because I've seen him in things and he's got a deeper voice, a deeper, richer voice
0: True. than that voice yeah, but you that might says, have seen him when he got older. This is when these young nah, People's voices nah, get I, deeper. I, I,
1: and I, I don't think there's a slight hint of miming uh, that the, right. the mouth doesn't completely 100% go with what I'm hearing right so I, I think at least his is dubbed so they've yeah. got someone in who's, but that's the levels they would have gone to isn't it to get it sounding oh, to exactly get it right. right yeah that it happens a lot if, that
0: that happens yeah. all the time yeah. and also it wouldn't have made any difference to his payday no he would, have, he would have got the same dough either way. Go, don't want to use my voice. That's your problem. Some property. other cunt not as well. You, you shouldn't have booked me. You're going to have to pay the other cunt too. Yeah. So, so I, don't, I don't think it's
1: his voice.
0: That, I mean, look, we need to get more info. That much is clear. I'm looking on my brother's Facebook page now. He's done a shout out, but no one has yet, has yet responded. Um, and so... I think that he's also given me another couple of ideas about places to go where I could find out which advertising agency made it. So I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna make some calls. I've got a busy couple of weeks coming up, but I will put time aside to sort of dig deeper into the origin story of this commercial.
1: And obviously, if any listeners have got any leads that we can follow on identifying who was responsible for the advert, good for- leads, to- which means names yeah, and yeah, definite don't leads. Don't, don't say don't, don't uh,
0: yeah. My sister-in-law worked for an ad agency in the nineties. Yeah. She might know someone not interested. No. If you have a name of someone who was directly involved at a significant level with this specific Lamb commercial, by all means, come forward.
1: Yeah, don't waste our fucking time.
0: We're busy. No, now. I've had a lot of time wasters recently, mate, and it's uh, it's becoming really irritating.
1: It's a chore. Jalapeño Jalapeño There's another ad to look at which um, is on a similar similar time frame It was frame a rival ad It was a, what
0: was a rival What was going on yeah. in the 80s just to give context before you build this next ad is it was a there was a meat war going on and yeah. it was it was like it was you could compare it to the Beatles and the Stones sort I would go of. as far as to say you could compare it to America versus the Soviet Union during the same era. That's
1: it. It's all all meat. You think that the the meat industry as a whole is going to be united because they all just want people eating meat? But no no way. There are factions, of
0: course, because there's only so much money to go on meat. There's so what they're all fighting for is market share. The market Mm -hmm. is the market. In 1980s Britain, I would say 99.9 percent of all humans ate fucking tons of meat. Right. all
1: the time, every day,
0: it, every day, and in in the eighties as well, we hadn't we didn't yet have exotic meats like you have today, right? Like grouse, mm. right? You just all you had was <laughs> lamb and beef and chicken, and pork. Uh, lamb, beef, chicken, and pork. Like I say, beef was special, right? That's either yeah. roast beef or a steak. Burgers yeah. weren't really a thing unless you got frozen, right? Yeah. So forget beef. Put that to one side every night for dinner it's just chicken pork and lamb everyone's having it so it's all about market share what that means is is that not only have you got to promote the benefits of your own meat you also have to by any means necessary undermine the opposition
1: fuck them over yeah
0: yeah and there was all sorts going on in the meat industry but uh, advertising rules meant that you couldn't overtly slag off the opposition, so I feel that all of these ads are sort of subliminally making hints about the shortcomings of the other meats un- available on the market.
1: So this was Johnny Slim, on Twitter, who sent us the uh, the British Pork advert-, advert for 1984, which is entitled "British Pork's Got the Lot." I we'll set we'll set the scene. It's um a dining table and there are six people sitting around it eating um, typical British dining table
0: got what it takes my wife got friends round got roast pork for lunch plenty of taste British pork real value for money Fred's got plenty arthur has got plenty we've all got plenty plenty to go round my wife's got what it takes british what's it got it's got the lot got pork for lunch on sunday
1: whoa (laughs) that is that is incredible it's it's
0: an ad that raises more questions than answers isn't it it's sinister i would (laughs) say it's sinister in the extreme it
1: is deathly sinister uh so i mean
0: yeah it's one of the creepiest things to have ever been on british television in my opinion it reminds me
1: response to the lamb advert
0: in in tone and atmosphere it reminds me a little bit of the um aids awareness campaign that was a similar time there is a new killer illness Going round. It was John Hurt yeah. did the voice for that. Because right, similar, yeah. I mean, obviously the content's very different here, but the um, there was just that sort of uh, a sense of dread,
1: An undertone of of, of dread, and mm. threat.
0: Yeah, there's definitely it, a threat from from him towards his wife, his family, but also yeah. weirdly to yeah. us, the the audience, and
1: his friends. They've got we've got friends they've round, got friends over. They didn't they didn't want to come. But I made them.
0: I told and them. Now
1: we're all having pork. We've got Fre- pork. Fred's, Fred's got plenty. Arthur's got plenty. Arthur's the kid. What kind of a name is, it that it, for a is kid? Arthur for a fucking kid?
0: And like, don't worry about the kid giving him plenty. It's fucking, all right, we get it. you got plenty. So there's got to be more of a selling point than that everyone just having a lot of it.
1: I think it's a direct response to the lamb advert, the lamb chop advert. He's, he's basically said, my wife. She's not a slag like that woman on the lamb advert.
0: Not that. Not like her next door with her fucking lamb chops and her, her lamb fri- chops and her frilly and, knickers
1: and that fucking headboard banging away three yeah. in the morning.
0: We can hear it. We can hear the chops crackling in the pan with that horrible pungent aroma they emit over garden fence. And no sooner have we heard the cutlery drop on the plate, all I can hear is this: bang, ba, bang, ba, bang, ba, bang. <laughs> Unbelievable, the rhythm of it is disgusting Obviously Lamb chops I have shaggy. enjoyed Congress with my wife on two occasions In order to procreate <laughs> But I can tell Our you children. When I did, it was not a Bang, ba-bang, ba-bang, ba-bang It was a simple Bang Bang I bang.
1: Uh, I am proud to be a two-pump pirate <laughs> I don't care what, what other people say it gets the job done, it's effective. Let me tell you, you can move on with your life.
0: I learnt this at the Protestant church I attend. God, God loves the two pump pirate. Yeah, they've got that written, they've got that in one of the stained glass fucking windows.
1: <laughs> but I mean, fuck me. It's just the way it's lit as well. This will be on Twitter, we'll put this out on Twitter and on the Instagram as well the way the whole thing's lit it's just it's 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 lit like a dour like you say a a protestant it's a it's a a culture of of restraint yeah it's
0: austere it's but it's so british in In many ways it's so british and that's sort of the spirit of the ad as well he keeps saying british pork and he's go. he's basically saying listen this is a family meat for family people it's got family values it is not about sex. It's not even about taste. It is about abundance because I've stated several times there is plenty for everyone. Plenty, right? No don't,
1: one will go without. Don't worry,
0: no one's going short. And it's not one of these households where you just get one slice. Even after our kid, he's got five or six slices on his fucking plate.
1: The wife's got three.
0: <laughs>
1: you don't. You don't even see the wife until about twenty seconds in and she's pouring gravy on her dinner, and she's got about three slices of pork, but she's got more pork than everything else.
0: She looks terrified, and if you look closely, I, I I don't know if it's because it's old footage, but it appears to me as if her hand is shaking slightly as she pours oh, the gravy Jesus onto crazy. her meat. Oh, I think God. it's disgusting she's that completely. she's not allowed to speak, even though in many ways she is the subject of the advert.
1: Yeah, it's all about her, isn't it?
0: He, I think, has been on the pre-lunch sherrys as well because, I don't know if you noticed his shirt collar, but it's slightly askew. It's like, he looks slightly pissed, like he's on his way. Do you know what I mean? And that's why he's invited Fred and Fred's wife round, Fred's nameless wife. This is Fred. I don't know
1: Fred's wife's name. I was told it once, but I've forgotten it.
0: If you can come round, the pork will be on the table at one. There'll be plenty. If you can make it here at 12.30, there'll be a sherry in it for you. And maybe a bit more too. I like to relax before I carve the pork. Do you know what I mean by that, Fred? Do you like to relax, Fred? Of course you do. We all like to relax. We all like you to relax, hard. but there's a
1: limit to relaxation. There's a limit to it. One sherry.
0: I tell you what, Fred, for now. my wife gives a great massage. If you want after your pork, <laughs> I'll ask her to give you a back rub. It's no problem. She's got you, what it, um, She's got what it takes, my wife.
1: Fred, do you uh, do you paint, Fred? No, 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 I don't mean wall ceilings. I mean you know art. Pictures. Are you an arty man? Do you paint? Because my wife sometimes she'll uh, she'll have to sit for me in a pose of my own choosing, yeah. and I paint her. That fills in the evenings. I want you to think about that, Fred. Just oh. have a think about what that entails.
0: Sometimes links are. And skew. then maybe we'll have
1: another conversation about it. Before the next time you come round.
0: And it'll be pork next time as well. And I'll It's tell always you pork, what, Fred. There'll be plenty. Plenty. Plenty for mean, Fred. Plen- there'll be plenty. Plenty of everything. You won't go hungry at my house. No way. My wife, she's got what it takes. It was, it was basically a shot across the bowels. It was very clear. They were saying, I think that in Britain, you know, well, lamb was clearly a Catholic meat. No, I know that might be controversial. <laughs> it might throw the cat amongst the pigeons, right? But I thought that, fish was the Catholic meat. Catholic, no. It, as far as they were saying, culturally, I'm not saying for keep the religion out of it, right? Culturally, lamb was a Catholic meat. It was for sex mad people who lived life mm. out loud and didn't care, didn't think that God was going to send them to hell, right? If they had a bit of fun. And uh, pork, that was a Protestant meat. It was part of the Protestant work ethic. It was a means of showing God that you were going to live an austere life and you were going to pick a meat, not on the basis of taste or eroticism, you were going to pick a meat on how far it would stretch. Yeah? Because that was the sensible and responsible thing to do. And I'm not taking either side. I'm just saying there's a clearly two different designs for life being slayed out by these marketing campaigns. On the one hand, you've got a parsimonious family with very patriarchal, uh, dad's in charge, no one else is allowed to speak, but there's plenty of good there's honest people. always port. plenty. On the other hand, it's, it's a childless couple who cho- they've chosen to stay um, childless, Right. And it's because they've devoted their life to dining on bloody, gently seared lamb and then fucking their brains out. Take your pick. Take your fucking pick. And as for chicken, well, that's for the fucking Lib Dems as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) That's for the hippies. (laughs) Leave that for the fucking SDP Lib Dem Alliance, mate. That's the sort of meat David Steele would eat
1: so that that there that's the that's the response from the uh the pork industry mm. to the the lamb advert we just had an email, not an email sorry a tweet from a regular friend of the show and football commentator Nigel Adley who sent us a picture of his his dinner uh and said succumbed to big lamb <laughs> and there's some nice lamb in the in the top top of his plate there's the, the big roast potatoes there um Almost. How, much has, the, how much has the how much has the lamb
0: been cooked, mate? Is it pinkish or has he cooked it, it more fit, thoroughly? It looks
1: just about right. There's not it's not too pinkish, but it's not too dark either. Mm. Um There's some broccoli, carrots, beans, for <sighs> the bits and bobs on there. A nice bit, a nice. Delicious. It's swimming in gravy, which is nice to lovely. see.
0: Lovely, lovely stuff.
1: Um, so thanks for that. Don't, don't send us in your Pictures dinners. Your dinner. Don't take that as a fucking green light for us to look at your dinners because it's the last if you thing we to want to see your fucking dinners we'll take your it from Instagram. Nigel because
0: we know Nigel yeah yeah it, like we consider him a friend of a show and if Nigel and mates send each other pictures of dinners that happens amongst mates on the whatsapp oh, the
1: dinner sending happens all the time exactly
0: yeah. don't me and Andy we weren't going to say this but we're working on a dinner sharing app which we think is going to make yeah. millions of pounds but that's but another story but just friends just actual
1: friends. Yes, not, for not actual social media friends, friends
0: to share pictures of their dinner. Just dinner. No Privately. words, nothing. Privately. Yeah. Right? Uh, if it works, we might do a breakfast one. But uh we don't want your fucking dinners, no way. I've already had enough of fucking these zooming one, because I know I ranted about them on the last uh, episode. But this weekend, as you know, because I forwarded you the message, someone got in touch on mm. Instagram begging me to unblock them after they had broken a rule that I was very clear about and you were too we both said Zooming Wankers will be unilaterally blocked permanently people zoomed in anyway they got blocked one of them has been in touch and you know what he had the temerity to say he said please unblock me if you do I'll chip into your charity (laughs) he is of course talking about the charity run I'm doing across May 100k in May if you'd like to donate, I'll take this as an opportunity to plug it. You can go to my Twitter page. It's pinned to the top of my profile, right? I run 100K across the month, and you sponsor me to do it. The money goes to help the humanitarian crisis in Ukraine. You may have read about it in the paper. This cunt on the other hand has said he will only chip into my charity. It's not my charity, mate. It's someone else's charity. And as for chipping in, do it if you want to help what's good the people of Ukraine yeah don't do it because you want to be uh, you want to be able to follow curry favour you want to curry favour with a tin pot podcaster you've never met what's going on in your nut mate who cares whether you get to follow me it it doesn't matter donate to Ukraine either way don't use it don't use it as a carrot as a bribe a bargaining tool he's trying to bargain with there are lives trying to bribe you there are the lives of Ukrainians Right, at risk here. And he is saying, I may contribute to what's going on in Ukraine if you lift the block you did on me on Twitter. We shall have to see. Maybe I will help those people. Maybe I won't. That's very much up to you, Mr. Delaney.
1: Fucking hell. These
0: people, mate. Jesus Christ. Well, you've often set out our ambition on this podcast publicly... Yeah, it's to wind ourselves down to one single follower, and that one, one that one listener, and, and yeah. that might be Nigel Adderley. <laughs> right. It Probably will be. <laughs> It'd be good. Um, uh, uh, but all, you know, the, the more I think about that that strategy, the more it makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the uh, right. Well, <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll leave it there. Okay. Um, I'll just quickly say that the the results bot got nine in the prediction league, and we both got one each. So. Mm. It, He's, he's only eight points behind you now, Sam.
0: Oh god, what but a humiliation. I, you look
1: you, I want you to look you want to look up. I'm on I, one, two, five, I, I, I on think I might 11, change my strategy
0: next year in the I'm I'm not I'm throwing in the towel really this year. Well
1: don't don't not till it's over. But there you go, that's where we're at. Um all right then. Um I, I would have liked to have ended the episode with your
0: tirade about
1: um the block man there but um, I had to mention the predictions let's um, reconvene I think you've got some Frankfurt stuff to tell us later I've got Frankfurt well. Frank
0: content I was in Frankfurt for a couple yeah. of days that was fun and also just quickly I enjoyed watching Sundham play Sheffield Wednesday on Friday oh, night right. thank you it was a high quality of football I watched it, yeah, it because was... I was thinking of you my podcast friend and yeah, I much. thought it was a good game and um, Second I'll, leg. I'll be tuning in on Monday night I'm really into it now
1: yeah did the atmosphere at the stadium come across? Because it was fucking bouncing.
0: Sounded fucking great. And the quality of football was great. The atmosphere was amazing. The stadium was packed. There was fire and pyrotechnics. Fucking loved it, mate. I'm genuinely looking forward to Monday night. I hope this doesn't sound patronising, by the way. What it is supposed to be is I was just surprised because I just basically watched West Ham and sometimes the other uh, other bits and bobs, but not really. So I just haven't genuinely watched a League 2 game. uh, Sorry, a League One game (laughs) in many, many years. And so I just genuinely was surprised and I sort of regretted not tuning in sooner.
1: Yeah, well, most League One isn't like that, but there you go. All right, thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.